0: Go get that money every damn I'm hustling i'm on my grind shouting. what do you do when your grind side hustle or paper chase gets in the way of your relationship and how can you be successful and have the support you need to reach the goals that will benefit those around you and what happens when it's a threat what happens when it causes friction oh but how awesome it is when you get on the same page and your grind is met with support understanding and the tools you were missing the whole time If you want to get that paper, start your side hustle, need some extra encouragement to pursue that side job to earn some extra cash, then this episode is for you. It's the side hustle coming up on the Black Daddy Podcast. Money.
1: One, two, three, and here we go. One, two, three. Daddy. You're listening to the Black Daddy Podcast. Oh, yeah.
0: Black Daddy Podcast. We back. We ain't stopping, babe And uh, I'm joined by my beautiful, sweet wife What's up, girl? Hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. So, then this episode, we're going to talk about um, black daddies, all daddies, and the side hustle uh, So, this is kind of like in the theme, in the vein of um, making money outside of your normal thing Like your normal day job Um
1: Having like multiple streams yeah, of income, yeah, multiple
0: streams of income, and it's kind of
1: alternative kinda, streams, alternative
0: streams of income. Just, kind of how that how that looks, mm-hmm. um, and all the all the nuances of that. Uh, I've been on a on a journey uh, here in in the last uh, three three and a half years, where I um, started out in, in some rough patches with kind of um, you know doing some things that weren't particularly like in my. In my true skill set, you know, um, I think I quickly found out that entrepreneurial isn't a word that I would use to describe myself, but I'm willing to take risks. Um, so got into doing voiceovers um, about three and a half years ago, um, have had some rec- recent success with that. That's been uh, applauded and, and appreciated by by people uh, in the creative community. And you've been a long this whole process with me, and mm-hmm. so my question to you is' like what what is it like uh to be with someone who is a risk taker when you're not you're not necessarily built that way what what is that like mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then how can how can you be supportive of, of someone who is whenever you're not necessarily that way
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay oh. <laughs> Being married to, um, well, let's back up. So you're the husband, I'm the wife. Right. And I can have some traditional mindsets towards marriage. Mm. Um, and so when you're married to someone, for me, I'm just speaking for me, for sure, me. Go for it. For moi. Moi, c'est. Um, it's like... You feel you can feel a little insecure because you're like, do they know what they're doing? Like, you know, you kind of want to feel a sense of like, okay, this is a plus B equals C, you know, and I'm and I'm naturally more of a black and white person. So when you bring all this colorful stuff into the mix. Yeah reds and greens and oranges and it's like well hold up where's the black and white that's my comfort so you have that and then you also you know you don't want to be that wife you don't want to be that person who like stifles someone's creativity or makes them feel like they can't live out their dreams or makes them feel regret in life because they married you and now they can't do like X Y and Z and Mm -hmm. not feeling like satisfied or like they have this void So you have to really balance that. Um, And I think it's definitely been a learning process. Uh, What is it, seven years almost. Um, And I would say probably in the last maybe year and a half, two years is where I've gained a sense of success in that area Mm -hmm. of being supportive of you while also raising my concerns in a respectful way yeah. so that I can be heard. And so he's uh, definitely taken a lot of like trial and error. I think in the beginning of it, there were just a lot of conversations that I felt like I had to have with you like all the time. And it was kind of the same conversation like every week or every other week. Yeah. Or argument. Sometimes it'd be more of an argument than a conversation. But it was just really coming from a place of of um, wanting security and wanting you to be focused on like whatever it was that you were doing was something that would like benefit us in our household, mm-hmm. and not just like you just out in the streets like just playing around like you're single or something. It's like, you're not single, you're married. So things should be different, Mm. you know? So that was kind of my thing. And I think, I think one thing that really, really helped me last Valentine's Day. So that would have been 2015, one of the marriage things we went to, um, this marriage conference. And the guy said something that's just stuck with me was that as a wife, it's not my responsibility to make sure you don't make mistakes. And that just, like, was such a revelation for me because I'm the type of person who I'm very analytical, so, like, I can see, you know, four or five steps ahead. And I think, in general, women tend to be that way more than men do and kind of, like, think through things. Um, and, you know, I was just like, what uh, what will this be like in six months or something? And I, if I kind of saw like, a fire up ahead is, like, I don't want you to get burned in this fire, so let me warn you. Let me let me tell you. Let me help you, yeah. you know? And I'm, like, I'm your wife. I'm your helper. your help me, So I'm helping you. I never thought of it as, like, hindering you mm-hmm. or stifling you. And, and when he said that, it was just, like, it, it really took a load off of me, you know? And, and I think, you know, sometimes we can try to be God for people, mm-hmm. and you just have to be, like, dude, like, we, we all have a path, you know, and even though we're married and we're one, there is an individuality to be respected and, a, and an individual accountability to God. You know, like on Judgment Day, it's not going to be the two of us standing as one before God. It's going to be you and it's going to be me and we each have to give account to how we did what we did. And, you know, so I just found so much freedom in that to react to you in a more of a faith-based way than a fear-based way and ultimately recognizing i'm a daughter of the king god is my first husband if this man whatever (laughs) whatever if he goes crazy if he if he does something that really messes us up or you know if all my worst fears come true god still got me Mm -hmm. And um, that, for me, gave me a sense of comfort. But at the same time, it also would make me sad sometimes because it was like, well, even if I was single, God would have me. So, like, why did I get Get married? married, You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? And then you just start to see how the work that God wants to do in you and refine you and challenge you and sharpen you and strengthen you and all that perseverance is for something bigger than yourself. And the true ministry that marriage is and then you just start to see like okay I just really need to be prayerful and trusting of God through this process and that's the obedience he requires of me and it's not about keeping having these conversations and just all of that kind of uh, wheel and cycle that you can go through but just get off the wheel I don't want to be on this roller coaster anymore I want to be on this ride anymore I just want to sit in the park and Enjoy the park, like you know. So, I think, um, yeah, definitely have learned that, and I and I think part of it too was also God definitely granting my requests on your end. Of honestly, sometimes like I just stopped praying about it. Sometimes I was just like, you know what, it just it is what it is, and and I was like, maybe the issue is just me, you know, maybe it's just something I I don't need to pray about anymore. I just whatever, and then things I had prayed for six months ago, like the last, like things where it's like the last time I even prayed about this or even thought to pray about this was like six months ago. And I start to see it happening and it's like, Oh, Oh, okay. This is really encouraging. This is really like, this is what I wanted three years ago or something. (laughs) So then it's like, Oh, okay. Like, this is great. I'm, I'm I'm starting to really enjoy you know certain what are, things.
0: What are what are some of the things that you felt like it as you as you let go and stop praying about it? Um, God started to answer those prayers.
1: Um, I think it was for you to see what your the consequences of your actions. For you to see what some of your decisions were creating in the fabric of our marriage in the culture of our home because. Like I was saying before, when I came to that point of comfort of like, God's got me, that was a good place to get to. But simultaneously, I also came to a point of like, it's kind of like every man for himself. And, you know, that's a that's an awful feeling to feel in marriage where you're just like,
0: um, I'm over here. You over there. there, And yeah, yeah. I can have my life. You have your life type thing. I think I think one one dynamic that that played a part for me was. In terms of of my journey of and kind of going back to the whole side hustle thing was I have a gift set. I have certain things that I can do that I want to learn how to how to monetize. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're I guess whenever you're you're like that or you're you're interested to see like what takes place, it involves taking a risk. And so sometimes all you can do is just like it's just jump out there. And so. I, like you said, kind of the whole analogy of like being black and white, and how like I'm kind of more colorful, whatever. Whenever you, you're not black and white, you just kind of jump and yeah. you piece it together as you're kind of free falling into what you hope is going to be a, a net at the bottom. Like, right, right. and that and that net for me was okay at the bottom of this, which admittedly, in some ways, I was in denial. But the net at the bottom of my of my jump was is going to monetize itself, right? So whenever I was, um, you know, going through trial and error of Uh, selling this and selling that and doing this and doing that the idea behind it was oh it's cool because at the end of the day it's gonna it's gonna make more money for you know for for the household it's gonna you know freedom whatever the case is and um and so whenever I guess that that hope or or that faith or how I'm wired is threatened um what it turned in for me was Uh, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Like, this is. And you would go
1: after it harder. Oh, absolutely. Which would make make me just feel like he does not give two cents about me. You know, like he he literally does not care about how I feel, about what I think. And so that just creates this whole. You just lose that loving feeling, you know? And I also didn't know what. Because I was responding from a, fear, a place of fear, once again, not a place of fate, it, I didn't know the damage I was doing right. as well, you know? So it's there's definitely consequences to it, and things we're still working through, and things that, thought patterns you can get tempted to feel if you start to see certain things like creep up, you know? It's just like- That remind you, can, you of, that, of that season? Yeah, it's like that post-traumatic stress, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> you You see something coming in the mail, you'd be like, well, what, 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 what is this? Why do you- And it's like, this is just a random piece of mail that happened. <laughs> (laughs) come in your mailbox is not because he's trying to get into such and such business or whatever Um, you know so it's like calm down yeah Yeah. but it's it's really the grace of God and I think that's why it's just so important to have a spirit of truth in your life um, to be open to the Holy Spirit revealing things to you to be open to biblical teachings that Challenge you, and even though they make you feel uncomfortable, or you may even feel threatened by them because it's just kind of undermines everything you thought you knew, or you know, a way a pattern of thinking that you once had. You have to let that go because it's not about you, it's about God being glorified, and you have to be willing to lay down and cast down every thought that you know tries to elevate itself above who Christ is in your life and, and in your marriage and in your home. And so, um, it brings you back together when you're able to focus back on god and like this is why i got married so um i'm i'm really grateful that it didn't take 15 years of marriage 20 years of marriage 30 years of marriage Mm -hmm. to get to that you know place Mm -hmm. and that we um that things are just so much better It's, it's really a blessing
0: Absolutely, and uh, kind of going back to, to the conference you were talking about, the speaker kind of highlighted, you know, just some of the the top needs for men and women, and one of those needs for women was was security, you know, and it manifests itself in you know financial security, but the, but in particular, feeling security in her relationship, kind of like he has me, he's here, like his best interest, like is for is for me and and for us, and in particular, I remember there was a verse that was highlighted where. Uh, Genesis chapter uh, three, verse 16, where, you know, God, whenever he's kind of pronouncing his his punishment, he's kind of calling out some things about the man and the woman where he says um, your desire shall be for your husband. Um, and he shall rule over you. And so this is how there's going to be because of sin nature. there's going to be th- this constant thing that mm. a woman and a man are going to have to deal with where a woman's going to want to try to buckle down and try to protect. R- really, it's a, it's yeah. about it's about protecting. But how, you know, her desire will be to mm. not so much rule over her, her husband in a in a manipul- manipulative way, but she's trying to rule over him in a way where. It is rooted in her trying to protect the relationship.
1: Self-preservation. Exactly. That's
0: exactly like a, self, yeah. a, a, a self-preservation thing. And so I think, you know, whenever I had one of many aha moments, it was um, how... Um, the best thing that I could do was to include you in on my process as opposed to kind of like being over in, in, in a corner on my own, like mm-hmm. thinking of different ideas. But kind of like, hey, what 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 do you think about this? But then being secure enough in my process to where I gave you the room to speak into that as opposed to being threatened by you just being yourself. And you just like I was being myself and kind of like, hey, like I have another idea, like giving you the room to be black and white and to be analytical. And to not view that as a threat, but to view it as an asset where you were actually able to take your analytical approach to things and see that as a win for me so that I could be strategic in the way that I move with certain ideas. Right. And I feel like a lot of 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 my success um, with, you know, side hustles uh, presently. Um, it's because I was able to invite you into that, not so much being threatened by who you are, but taking it as an asset and moving together as a unit, moving together as one. And I think that you know, um, this podcast is, is a great example of that. Of hey, like, hey, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking. This is the kind of idea, you know, that I've been you know messing around with, and um, and it's been a big benefit, you know, to a lot of people because of that. So, uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I
1: also had to learn how to maybe change some of. The- how i said things you know my mm-hmm. message because i can just be very direct mm-hmm. because i feel like wh- wh- why are we playing games like you know yeah, and i think God. that's the the being raised by african father aspect of <laughs> my personality mm-hmm. where it's like you know just shoot it straight you know mm-hmm. what's all of the sugar coating in and all the adding honey to it for but you should just see how if your message will come across uh in a more appetizing way and right. way that's easier to digest is more effective Absolutely. and it doesn't mean that you're not communicating clearly or with truth mm-hmm. it, it's just a way that's being sensitive to your listener mm-hmm. and uh it just found that that was you know a better way to be so uh, you know it, it definitely took patience on your part And you teaching me, because you teach people how to treat you, you know, and you making that clear to me of when you say it like this, this is how I take it. And so that causes me to become defensive or become, you know, whatever, and then takes the conversation left. And so we both had to learn, learn that and and trial and error. And yeah, so it's much better.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's that's a great tool that um, couples, you know. Dating, engaged, married, you know, whatever the situation is, in terms of communicating better, like you just said, whenever either person, but in particular guys, because we, we tend to kind of b- bottle things up or to kind of do what I did, which is kind of like we just kind of do our own thing and whatever, you know, if you want to be a part, whatever. But I think um, the best way to really be fully known, like intimacy, like into me, see, like really say into me is, like you said, framing it where it's like whenever you say this, and it, it's okay to say, I it makes me feel this way.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because then that
1: equips instead of just like you make me right, right, like you, right. right. Yeah. It's like no,
0: like hey, like whenever you say this or when you, when you say this way, it makes me feel this way. And ultimately, like when, when someone feels hurt or they feel angry, it's because something deep within them um, is um, it, it's touched in a in, in a negative way. So that mm-hmm. that emotion of anger or that reaching out and so. Self- preservation it's just a symptom of something yeah. deeper you know what i'm saying being yeah. being hurt and so that's a that's a really really good um really really good point in terms of like framing things the right way really really cool um so now being on the other side you know mm. where you know we're in a season of upward trajectory just kind of like like what what is it like as you kind of look back in retrospect kind of like being on the other side of like of just the, the journey of having a husband that has like a a side hustle, so to speak?
1: I mean, I think, you know, the side hustle thing, I really have a lot of respect for it, you know, because you go to your regular full-time job and then you are also able to do something else. And it shows just a commitment to, for one thing, a commitment to your household of, you know, whether it's another means of income, you know, for your family, but then it also shows, that a commitment to yourself and to growing as a person and the things that you learn creatively, you're not the same guy who, you know, Donald the voice doing voiceovers three years ago compared to your work you listen to now. It You, you just continue to improve You research, you know with the microphones with the sound with the this I mean to me for me when I look at you you're a creative genius I mean I've heard of Kanye I've heard of Jay-Z I've heard of these other guys but I'm like I have Donald the voice and he is amazing I don't understand all those lines on your uh, screen on your computer (laughs) that just goes to show his balance and everything but um I don't understand it it fascinates me I'm very impressed by it and I think that it's a good example for our children as well, because it's like, you don't, you can, you can have both and you can do both and be successful at it and have the support of your family, of your wife. And I think um, that it's awesome. I just think the communication is the main thing. I think you can do the right thing for the wrong reasons. And then if that is what's happening, bottom line, it's wrong. It's important to make sure that you're not being selfish in what you're doing and that you have, and that things do thrive and you do find more success when you have the support of your wife and you're on the same page with things, mm-hmm. you know? Because you can be out there like just spinning your wheels, spinning your wheels, getting frustrated, that's like true. things aren't happening. You're trying to prove a point, but you're only making more of a mess of things. And for what? It's like if you slow down for a minute and get that person's support and their backing and you're, you know, unified, that's what God cares about and that's what he's going to bless. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and then doors you know start opening and things start happening and then it's like um this you is, can reap the benefits is. that's Are what that's sure? what it's
0: meant to be ultimately like okay. yeah no oh. cool great so side hustle go get it it's awesome
1: get that paper but then at
0: the same time <laughs> don't forget the reason why you do it and uh you know bring that person along in the journey with you and accept them for who they are so that you can truly be who you are and then it benefits you both. So yes, yes, there it is. It's in the books, the Black Daddy Podcast at Black Daddy Now or
1: blackdaddypodcast.com. Holla at you.